Zenkai Boost is a DBZ Kai fancast. It should not be mistaken for an official member of the Dragon Ball product line in any capacity. Remember, the Dragon Ball series wouldn't exist without support from fans like you, so buy a DVD or something. Also, this show is not safe for work, unless you can wear headphones at work, then go ahead and roll those dice, they're basically asking for it. Welcome to another episode of Zenkai Boost. My name is Max Newland. My name is Blaine Corliss. I'm Kevin Hilrich. And I'm the other Max, Max Kostrak. Welcome. So glad you could join us once again on this, uh, the the world's number one podcast starring Blaine Corliss. What up, nerds? Right. Uh, so, Blaine, uh, yeah. I, I'm, our, our, vis- our listener has all kinds of questions for you, I'm sure. So oh, by all means. Why don't we just start from the beginning? Uh, the call expert. lines are open, so go ahead and give us a call. We're waiting right by the line. I have a master's in knowledge, I promise. <laughs> well, I feel Sounds a lot legit. smarter because I listen to a podcast about uh, Scientology. Oh. Yes, that, that's... So you're, you're suggesting that we should form some sort of Dragon Ball Z-based cult? No, I just was checking to see whether it would be okay if I used Scientology lingo throughout this episode. <laughs> I think that'd be perfect. That'd be good. You might have to. Do you think explain. they're going to sue us if I do that? It's only right after, as as we all know, uh, Tom Cruise on the latest Mission Impossible movie. Oh, he died, unfortunately. He, he did a he did a big stunt where he he fell back to Earth from space, and he, you know, he burnt up and scattered across the planet like so he much died. stardust. Man, I was. So, he also say. shoots a beam, doesn't he? When he fights Henry Cavill in the bathroom? Mm, who can say? <laughs> it's tragic, but it's it's what L. Ron Hubbard would have wanted. Absolutely. Is he, is he like Patrick Stewart and just one of those people that just don't age? Or they're like Well, when you're when you're an fully exteriorized operating Thetan, you'd no longer age. You age if you choose to, really. See, I know you that. Really do have I have that lingo down, huh? In knowledge. <laughs> The main reason I wanted to bring the lingo up is because uh, my stable datum is gone. I can no longer rest my heels on the fact that I know the name of the man who sings the Dragon Ball Z Kai intro song. Yeah, um, my whole world's been flipped upside down. Again, it's a new guy, uh, or maybe a group of people? Is it a group of people? It might be the same guy echoing as if he's singing from hell. Mm. What if they... Well, you, you remember how originally it is... Uh, what's his name? Just with multiple of his voices at some points, maybe they just took one of those voices. Like a doppelganger voice. Freed the voice from his voice box and turned it into a man. A man who will do voice acting for cheap. <laughs> now that's a theory. That's a theory. That's my new theory. Uh, that's what they did to Vic Mignogna. They stole his voice and then they turned that voice into a slave man. What a... <laughs> we, make sure you link to your blog post where you explain all that. Yeah, signed Q. Oh, no. <laughs> I also just found out about that this week. Uh, but l- that's for another day. This is episode 41. The moment of truth approaches. Goku back in action. And um, yeah, 
Uh-huh. Uh, is I he? like my alternative title where it's just Super Saiyan, but spelled wrong. Like Super, Super Saiyan, Saiyan, but make it fashion. So that cliffhanger gets... For, you remember that cliffhanger from, from the last episode? Ah, no. Frieza was about to shoot Gohan with a rainbow laser. They totally deny that moment. Like, it's Vegeta comes in and smacks him out of the way, and then it misses, and that's it. Like Vegeta's been beating kids! Yeah, I do love that this episode opens up with Vegeta karate chopping Gohan out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't pick him up and move him. He doesn't throw him. He karate chops him. And just like always, a mountain shows us how strong Frieza is by blowing up in a very extravagant manner. I think it was a whole island this time. Mm. And with a mountain on it. And there's a huge mushroom cloud, a giant blast into the sky. There's like five different effects that happen before this island is no more. It is very over the top. The Dragon Ball Z way. They just fucking hate mountains on this show. Do you think that yeah. Akira Toriyama just doesn't like to walk? Or, like, hiking is, like, his mortal enemy? He had a bad experience with a mountain, and now there's some <laughs> sort of vendetta a mountain under the surface. On this is elaborate anti-nature propaganda. <laughs> uh, I like here that Gohan is very thankful for being saved, and Vegeta obviously does mm. the thing he always does, which is, I don't really care about you, I just wanted an audience. <laughs> God. He almost accepts the the thank you. Uh, but re- manages to refuse to, and finally says out loud to Frieza that I have become a Super Saiyan and I know that you're scared of that. For one second, Frieza actually is. There's a he, moment where he sort of steps backward almost. He reacts. Before that, after Vegeta dramatically declares this, everyone standing around him acts like he hasn't been screaming this phrase over and over for ten episodes. Yeah, <laughs> they finally hear it for the first time. And it used to just be sort of in the background of Vegeta crazy talking to himself. But now they, they're forced to deal with the reality that he's made this like a part of his central strategy, that he's become a Super Saiyan. Not just his central strategy. This is now a central part of his identity as a person. This is his personality now. Um, and Frieza has the most appropriate reaction. He starts laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so they do, like, Vegeta does start some shit. He goes kind of, like, the, the landscape goes kind of Tron while he powers up. Did you guys notice yeah, this? that was up so in virtual weird. reality. <laughs> There's also a weird thing here. The camera really focuses on Vegeta's mouth while he powers up. Did you notice this? Oh. His mouth game it's just is the, on it's point. It's just the beginning. But we get several shots of his mouth, like it is gritting teeth. A lot of shots of him just powering up, too, and to be frank, nothing really happens for quite a while. He just kind of sits and screams. My notes on this episode are pretty short for the first half because Mm -hmm. just a lot of this. A lot of this and a lot of Vegeta and Frieza shit-talking each other. What is the music that was playing here, by the way? (laughs) Can we talk about that? I I couldn't tell you. (laughs) I have the good music. (laughs) (laughs) have the good you plebs (laughs) kevin sitting on his throne we're being punished by the by the not good soundtrack and kevin gets to sit on his blu-ray mountain my glorious golden throne (laughs) with just with the words shunsuke kikuchi written on the base (laughs) (laughs) um and we don't know what's written on the base of our chair because there are no credits for it (laughs) 
<laughs> this is like the tomb of the unknown soldier. <laughs> Vegeta and Frieza sort of monologue at each other, and Frieza's like, I know you're 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 not a Super Saiyan, or if there is really a Super Saiyan, you're not it. Or whatever. Like Frieza's not phased at all. He's like kind of amused at how wrong Vegeta is, but also totally bemused because he's not gonna have any fun killing these people. <laughs> um Vegeta here, he doesn't cite a number, but power levels are brought up for a second as he claims that his is now higher than Frieza and laments that Frieza doesn't have his scouter to check. Yeah. He tries some moves on Frieza uh, and is no more successful than anybody else was. Piccolo picks up on that pretty quick, too. Can I say, a lot of the other forms... We did get like five minutes of Frieza being invincible before somebody hit him, but it really seems like this form is pretty powerful. Nobody yeah. has touched him yet. Yeah. There hasn't even been like a glancing blow. Nobody's landed a single attack. Um, and so F F Vegeta rationalizes this by not believing that he isn't a Super Saiyan, but that Frieza is just stronger than a Super Saiyan. <laughs> <laughs> so the the fantasy has become completely alive in his mind and he cannot escape it the mind contorts itself in many ways max <laughs> yes he does another big power up and like really lights the whole sky up with this one um and shoots a big laser but yeah. frieza just dodges it is this one vegeta actually i thought this was pretty cool he starts just shooting off a million explosions yes and they're like these many. chains of explosions and cool effect on one hand, it's really cool, and it looks really great. On the other hand, Frieza kind of just moves out of the way completely, and it seems like like Frieza even stops over and regards Piccolo and Gohan for a moment. Yeah. And then, like, goes back to dodging the blast, like, I'm just messing with you guys. What I thought was happening there is I, th I feel like he was leading Vegeta around by the nose. He was trying to get them caught up in his attack. Because yeah. he wasn't even paying attention oh, to what I, was I agree. going on. And yeah, I, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, I, looking at it through that lens. Because Vegeta really is, he's just indiscriminately setting off a million explosions. And I like it because it just continues to just show you this, and like, this huge divide between how powerful he is to everyone else. To where yeah. everyone gets these boosts, and he's just like, whatever. Everyone got these huge boosts, and it's an even wider gap than it was at the beginning of the fight. Yeah, it's great. It, it really shows like, why he's such a great villain. Just to, like show you like how like he managed to show, as you'll see later on, just how easy it is for him to make everyone feel hopeless. Uh huh. Yeah, and he's really kept his cool so far. Um, I know that won't stay, but. <laughs> Piccolo helps the kids get the hell out of there. Um, and after that, Frieza finally closes in on Vegeta to like kind of. It's right up in his face. Did you just call killing yeah. a kid? <laughs> Guys, basically, kind of yeah. Is. I mean, I'm not judging. I edit these episodes, and guys, we've been doing that for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I, guess, I guess we really need to part the kimono right there. Well, you, what's weird, guys, is, and I don't remember where the image came from, but w somebody shared it in Discord that was, somebody had taken a screen cap of Krillin from the first or second episode where he's talking to Raditz at Kame House, where he's, like, 
a little shorter than Goku. And, <laughs> and, and now he's a, the same height as a five-year-old. <laughs> yes. Yeah. How old is Krillin? Do you think? Like 20s? Maybe early 30s? He's around the same age as Goku. They're, okay. they're, he's, I think he might be younger, but not by much. Or possibly, like, very slightly older. I don't remember. But they're, they're okay. peers. They trained together under Master Roshi as kids. According to this uh, wiki, he was born October 29th, age, age 736. So. Oh, I know oh. that, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> so that's, that's all the info I need, clearly. Um, <laughs> Holy shit, so he's very old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the current arc does play, take place oh, in 2018. God. <laughs> Hold on a second. This is the funniest shit I've ever seen. Uh-oh. Just what give me a found? moment here. Okay. Um, so if you go to the Dragon Ball wiki and search for Krillin, uh, you know how in Wikipedia when you search for like a famous person, there's like a little sidebar under their name with all of this vital info like uh, born here, th this time, all of that. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. The stats. Um, so yeah, so on the Dragon Ball Z one, there's some pretty normal ones like height, weight, um, address, and occupation. <laughs> <laughs> but there's also some shit like alternate names, which is quite funny. Oh, wow. D date of death, which there's quite a lot of those, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but what I love most, race, human type earthling. <laughs> have to make that you have to say that in dragon ball z he could be a dog type king of the world or whatever holy shit okay i'm i'm on this wikipedia staircase and i want to i i can't say aloud what i've just discovered so i'm going to deposit it in our discord can you tell me what no way what <laughs> okay we have to talk about this <laughs> the king of earth we can't have this reaction and not tell everyone what it is, so it turns out yeah. that President Dog's name is King Furry. <laughs> I didn't think he could have a sillier name than King Dog, but here we are. <laughs> and he is a dog-type earthling, that's a good point. <laughs> his address is naturally. King Castle. Newly, can you tell me what the occupation is for Vegeta? Does he have oh, one? Oh yeah, absolutely. Let's let's figure that out real quick. Occupation Prince. Super Saiyan. Vegeta Wiki. This is very good content. <laughs> okay, whoa, have you guys gone to the trivia on King Furry's page? Because <laughs> it says, apparently dogs have been the kings of Earth for a while, as whoa. portraits of past dog kings are seen behind King Furry <laughs> in the episode Dende's Dragon. What the fuck? What? Okay, it goes further. It is possible that one of King Furry's ancestors used the Dragon Balls to wish for royalty, as it was stated a few times in Dragon Ball that the first person to use the Dragon Balls wished to become the king. Holy shit. What? Shenron's a filthy monarchist. And one final piece of trivia real quick, which is in the 172nd episode of Dragon Ball Z, King Fur Furry <laughs> recites a quote by U.S. President Franklin D. Roosevelt the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. I have a lot more respect for this guy than I originally thought I did. Uh, and Blaine, Vegeta's occupation is Prince of Planet Vegeta, and then in parentheses, formerly. <laughs> That's so good! 
And then he spends the rest of his life unemployed. His occupation says high-class warrior, so... He does call himself that quite a few times. Okay, that was the best tangent I think I've ever it's experienced in my life. best staircase. Um, that was good. We gotta get back to this fucking TV show. Um, That's actually the halfway point. Oh, it is? Yep. That's the halfway point, so that means yeah. it's time for you all to lend me your energy. That's a spicy meatball, huh? Yeah. Um, thanks for listening to Zenkai Boost Against All Odds. Uh, you're here again, and we couldn't be happier to see you. Uh, remember to vote for which movie you want to see us do. Uh, we, we're going to be doing one of the four. Uh, and that's going to be coming out sometime later on this year. Um, what are the four? Since the, they the f- don't remember from the previous episode, maybe. The four are uh, The Dead World's Zone. Strongest, Dead Zone, Big Tree, the Tree of Might, <laughs> and Slug Man, Bad Slug, Battle Time, <laughs> Fight Man, fight, fight Man, Battle Toads. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> Uh, thank you, Friedrich Hobbitler, for letting us use your song, your cover of the Super Saiyan 3 theme uh, for our intro. You can find Friedrich's work at, free- at uh, youtube.com slash Cody Game Music. He does a lot of stuff, actually. Um, and it's he's, all good. It's all awesome. I listen to his stuff on the reg. <clears throat> uh, the artwork, the logo for our show is done by my little sister. That's Lizzie Kostrak. You can find her at kostrak.tumblr.com. K-O-S-T-R-A-C-H. And with that, we're back. Back to the episode? Back to the action. Let's talk about what the shot that we come back to (laughs) Okay, please, yes, let's. Because it's it's the tail, right? Yes, absolutely. Freeze's tail is sort of waving in Vegeta's face. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Haunting him. No acknowledgement. Nothing comes of this, but we do get a few seconds of this, this tail. Right I imagine that he's like gently touching Vegeta's face with it. <laughs> Caressing it. This is in effect a gentle dick slap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's gross. And he doesn't like it very much. Uh, he gets he's really mad. He, he gets really real pissed off. It. And he's going to show another, he's going to show you if once and for all his madness has comes to a head. He powers up a giant uh, energy wave, and he screams, I am a Super Saiyan, and you can burn in hell. Which is <laughs> really good. What a tantrum. I think that How should be... I think that should be the name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Vegeta's finally claiming it. Uh, he's, he's read the secret, and he's using the power of uh, positive <laughs> generation. He has a vision board back on Frieza's ship. <laughs> uh, and as a running theme, gosh, I wonder what happens here. Oh man, oh, don't don't throw that beam at the Earth. You'll at Namek, you'll blow it up, and then Frieza just you know smacks it. Does he tail smack it? I can't remember. He kicks. I think it's it with away. the hand. Yeah, he oh, hits it's a it with his knee. I think. But before we get there, I do want to talk about the idea of planet destroying energy blasts because, okay. according to Vegeta. He could already do this in the last arc, as he attempted to do when the beams touched. Um, I do not understand... I I feel like this is a weird metric to use, because from now on, it seems like half the blast can destroy the planet, right? Or he only makes them big enough to do that sometimes? Uh, How do you put a limiter on that? 
Yeah, we set the bar on planet destroying beam really low. Well, that sucks. For how easily Frieza deflects this. I do love that he he deflects it up into space where it detonates sort of out of the atmosphere and changes the color of the planet. (laughs) It's a big one. Uh, Vegeta is quite strong. There's no denying that. It's just that Frieza's way, 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 way stronger. Mm-hmm. And then Frieza announces, like, it's my turn. Now I'm going to attack. And then we get to the funniest scene in the episode. Oh, my yes, God. Yes, we do. Um, because for some fucking reason, it's narrated by King Kai. He's oh, been watching this whole time. I actually thought about why it was him, and it, it actually kind of makes sense that he's been the one person, if you exclude Vegeta himself, who has, through the entire show, warned us of how scary Frieza is. And at that yeah. point, it would be very weird for a crying Vegeta to start narrating to us in a non-crying <laughs> voice about how scared he is. So it makes sense for it to be King Kai, but it's weird because we haven't heard from King Kai in a long time. It's true. I, I want to say one thing here, which is the things King Kai says about Vegeta. I believe if Vegeta were to watch this episode of Dragon Ball Z, he would kill himself. <laughs> he would start crying again. I could just say, nah. King Not Kai true. is essentially making fun of Vegeta for crying. He says... Those tears are real. <laughs> Basically calling him a little baby. <laughs> He's like a little baby. <laughs> I mean, King Kai is pitying Vegeta at this point. Yeah. And you oh, know yeah. that's gotta hurt. I, um, I, though, I don't believe this is the first time that he has been, quote, genuinely trembling, end quote, even in this same fight. Yeah, no, for sure. He actually that happened before, but but he has crossed a kind of despair event horizon. Uh, Tears have flown down his face. God, he's his will is broken. Yeah, Vegeta has no like there. There is no good ending in Vegeta's mind for this situation. Yeah. Um, and immediately, uh, Frieza starts working on him. Uh, he hits him with a move that I called the head bullet in my notes. Apparently, <laughs> yep, that's correct. <laughs> Uh, That's the he, most accurate way to describe that maneuver. And then he smacks him with his tail down into the water, which sucks for and Vegeta. This, I know you guys didn't get it, but the music in in this whole scene, right, pretty much from right when Frieza starts attacking, is very, very good. It's this very mournful uh, mm. song rather than like fight music. Um, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I wouldn't call what's end. happening a fight. No. Uh, maybe uh, a very a very quick ass whooping. Oh, and then Frieza parts the fucking ocean. Yeah, he does he, he does a magic trick. Part. So do you think uh, that everyone can do that kind of power at some point? Or is that just Yeah, I mean I think he's just sending out energy waves, right? Like to push the water away. I guess. I don't know. The physics of energy. Yeah, but it doesn't push weird. Vegeta. Or the crab that's on him. Can we oh, yeah. just God, stop the episode crab. and forever talk about the crab? <laughs> the crab. The crab is my favorite character in this episode. He has a very short life, though. <laughs> so, yeah, Frieza pushes the ocean aside to reveal 
of Vegeta laying at the bottom of the of the ocean. Face Frieza down. floats down. Oh, no. and he's face down at the bottom of the ocean. And he's so done for <laughs> that there is a crab crawling across his back. He didn't even try to get up. He was going to let himself drown. Because <laughs> it would have been better than the ass kicking that Frieza's going to give him. Um, Frieza won't let that happen. He's not done with Vegeta. Nope. Nope. Uh, he picks him up by the hair. Um, Which really made crab. him look like a troll doll, by the way. <laughs> yeah, really, really <laughs> driving that home. And then he eats the crab. He fucking just what eats it. Fuck? Just eats it live. <gasps> Man, that's a, some good sushi, huh? Just really bites it all the way off. In like three bites. I yeah. feel like Frieza did not does not know anything about Planet Namek. He has no idea whether this entity is sentient or or really what it is. Or he poisonous? just saw a moving thing on Frieza's shoulder and ate it. Cool, <laughs> um, cool power move. Uh, then the kidney punching starts. The brutal kidney punches begin, mm-hmm. uh, as oh, well as God. some raunchy elbows. Yeah. Uh, Frieza's just holding Vegeta up and smacking him, just really beating him. Then he throws him up in the air, gives him a whole bunch of elbows, and smashes him down into the dirt. Just and really, again, not really a fight so much as just Vegeta getting totally annihilated. Yeah, just mm. makes a crater in the ground with him. And then, so so at this point, he's like right next to Krillin, Piccolo, and Gohan, too. Yeah, and this is when he gets really devastating. He um He begins to choke Vegeta with his tail, pretty humiliating. And then he looks back at the other Z fighters and he says, feel free to jump in and save him anytime. Just taunting them openly. While he is repeatedly doing, again, back to the kidney punches, like a million of them. And they sound like gunshots also. (laughs) Yeah, you can see it like sort of bend, like he's punching into, into Vegeta at this point. Yeah. Um, it would, it would, you know, the only thing that could really solve this is if we had somebody like Goku around, but. Um, you know, he's in that tank and it's going to be, you know, whole minutes, you know, until he's Beep. done. Oh, oh shit, so it just yes. beeps like a microwave. Like a microwave. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I like how he blasts a hole or shatters a hole through the thing. And then to go out of the spaceship, he then just blasts a hole and comes out of it through there too. <laughs> Could he yeah, not Goku have opened couldn't find the, the door? door. He has, yeah. he has ruined an, the only remaining healing machine on the planet. Oh, fuck. <laughs> he, he, does yeah. it, he does it to some very cool music, though. It, yes, that's true. Uh, and his, good news, his shirt is healed also. <laughs> yeah, and he's wet. <laughs> but his hair is fine. His clothes are wet. The fit is strong. <laughs> uh, we're ready to go. He takes some time after leaving the spaceship to stand on top of it and marvel at his new strength before immediately thinking about how he doesn't have time to stand around and marvel at his new strength. Yep. <laughs> Again, it is called out the that I shouldn't be doing the thing that I'm doing right now. I like this moment here where he calls, he, he, he sort of mentions, uh, well, th- it sucks that I'm this late, because he goes like, Gohan, Krillin, Piccolo, and it keeps zooming in on him, and he's like, sorry it took me so long. <laughs> and they can't hear him. <laughs> He's just hes just trying to make sure his brain damage hasn't gotten worse while he's been in the tank. Let me try to remember the names of all my friends and son. <laughs> my son. <laughs> he does remember the names, so good job there. Yeah, Kaylin. And that's it. Caitlin. <laughs> Caitlin with a Q. Vegeta. 
and Braylon. Vagina. <laughs> Vegeta. As as they fight the enemy, Froiza. Vegemite. <laughs> Vegemite. Freezer. Well, actually, hold on. <laughs> the preview indicates that Goku's going to get there, uh, but he's not going to get there in time to stop some bad shit. Worse shit than we've already got going on, apparently. Uh, so Seems where does this like, episode uh, end? We're in the middle of it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, episode 41 of Kai ends in the same place as episode 85 of Z. Hell yeah. Keep it a good pace. Keep yeah, it so a good pace. About, a, about an episode and a half in this one. Jeez. And <laughs> we are getting into the good shit next time. Yeah. Yeah, the the actual fighting between Goku and Frieza is going to start for real. Yeah. So Goku's going to like just kick his ass immediately, right? And there's not going to be any... We have so many episodes ahead of us. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know how this is going to go. I can imagine there's going to be a lot of punching and kicking and people are going to really, uh, you know, they're just going to have, they're going to have a good time. Everybody's going to have a good time. I, I think you're going to be quite surprised by how quickly we get to the the big moment. Ooh, okay. Uh, so I'm very excited for that because that's going to be very cool. Um, the big moment that everybody surely knows about that Prince Vegeta is very excited to see. When, when, when Captain Ginyu shows up again? Yeah, when Captain Ginyu shows up again and we have to fuck around with the stupid body swap bullshit. Change! Isn't it change now? Change now! That's what I'd like to shout at the people that wrote this. Change! (laughs) Become better! Sorry, Akira. Sorry, Toriyama-sensei. I don't mean it. Uh, did you guys have favorites? I like the crab moment. <laughs> Do you guys have any favorites you'd like to talk about? Your favorite ice cream? Your Tell favorite... me your fave. Tell that, me about your fave. That crab moment is just so out mm. of nowhere. Crab. <laughs> what a yeah, random... I gotta give it to the crab. Tiny enemy crab, yes. <sighs> I'd, I'd also give it to the crab. <laughs> I love the sort of defeated way that Kevin gave it up for the crab. Uh, So that's the best moment from this episode is Freezy eating a crab. Is it better than Piccolo? I don't think it is. No. It's funnier, but no. Yeah, it's definitely a great moment. We've had some really, really great funny moments in the last couple episodes, which is interesting given their general content. Yeah, this yeah, is we're not kind of funny, a dark low moment happening. for the team. When I was a kid, I wrote fan fiction about uh, Goku, f- about Frieza uh, turning into a, a fifth transformation, and then Goku uh, unlocking further levels of Super Saiyan. Wow, um, is this true? Yeah, I did write that as a child. You had um, some foresight, kind of. Yeah. Wow, well, you- the thing. The thing is, I was really just following the model presented by the fucking television show as it was. <laughs> <laughs> Plus one. Was the fifth transformation you envisioned uh, basically Super Shredder from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? No, what because... I saw it was just... I saw it as just a big bug. Oh. <laughs> and he was blue this time, not purple. So he was Blue Beetle? Yeah, he was Blue Beetle. <laughs> Wait, did you just make him King Kai? <laughs> 
King Kai's the most powerful character in Dragon Ball Z. That's what um, my <laughs> uncle who works at Nintendo true. told me. I feel like that would be a more interesting show. So did you guys hear that Goku's in uh, dra- uh, Super Smash Brothers finally? <laughs> what? This <is> Goku. <laughs> Well, wait, 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 wait. If Don't I'm get right, my hopes up. Wait, wait. If I'm right, we have characters from Capcom in the new Smash Brothers, right? Is it? Yes. And here's the thing: two, two mainline Dragon Ball Z video games have have made it to the Switch. Like Fighter oh, Z on the Switch. You're, we. This could happen. I mean, we have Solid Snake in Dragon in Dragon Ball. Whoa! Yeah, now Whoa! let's now we have something to talk about for twenty minutes. And I, I, I need that. I need that alternate universe immediately. Snake, Guys, we found that's something. That's Goku. <laughs> we need something to surpass Super Metal Saiyan. Gear. Son Goku, huh? Just like my Japanese animes. <laughs> oh, Otacon would flip shit. Oh my god, Snake, it's Goku. <laughs> it's my best friend, Goku. Hey, everybody. Do you have any food? This, you're joining us for this live audio drama of... I like to fight tough people. Have you seen my son, Gohin? Oh, what? <laughs> the brain damage is worsening. Oh, Goku. This is the serious uh, Dragon Ball Z uh, plot line where Goku has to go to the hospital. Except that's a real plot line later on. And earlier on, that's already happened. Yeah. <laughs> Goku was in the hospital for several episodes. Have y'all ever thought about the fact that a real thing you can say about Dragon Ball Z is that Goku dies of a heart attack? <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. Sorry. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's, it's just something everybody knows. It's like, you know, we do, we do all of this, and... So many of the things we come up with are situations that are like very unrealistic. And then the show just does really dumb shit. Yeah, sometimes there are some interesting decisions made regarding the world and the story and everything that's presented to us. All of that. Like crabs. Or King Furry. (laughs) King Furry the Crab. Think about that, you know, the good times. Remember the good times with King Furry and the Crab. We we really do have nothing to fe- to fear but fear itself. <laughs> do y'all realize that that means that he coined that phrase in the Dragon Ball Z <laughs> universe? What if what if Dragon Ball that the Dragon Ball world is like a post-apocalyptic thing? <laughs> so he found it like like in a piece of paper in a textbook, an old textbook. Has anyone ever tried to prove if Dragon Ball Z is set in a post-apocalyptic like Earth? Here's the problem. It's very difficult to determine that because within the confines of the show, as it actually happens, the Earth is post-apocalyptic several times. Yeah, the Earth does get blown up a lot by men who shoot lasers out of their hands and mouth and eyes and all that. I just cannot imagine living my life with that as the background. Just knowing that that dude's out there, that Goku is out there. Mm Mm-hmm. Goku's... I believe Goku is real. <laughs> where Goku, where would he be? Go, of course, of course, Goku is real, Max. Goku lives in all of our hearts. How about how about this? It's, since Sniper, we're spitballing, Island. <laughs> since we're People. just coming up with with fan fiction at this point, how about this? An episode of the X Files. <laughs> 
<laughs> We're really going off track. I found this farmer and he was dead. Now you see he'd fired his gun. But the bullet that killed him was his own. Was his own. But look, there's no gunpowder. It's as if these bullets were launched at him at a high velocity by some other method. Mulder, that's ridiculous. I have never I've seen one episode of the X-Files. And then and then you hear this like Ooh, sound and then like a TARDIS shows up and you're like whoa what is a police box doing here and then Goku pops up with the 14th doctor and we're like Goku whoa! is the 14th doctor oh there we go I'm, submitting, I'm and... submitting a transcript of this episode to fanfiction wait a minute and that's the head damage so he was super smart but he got hit in the head and oh lost the God. intelligence <gasps> we'll just link all the universes together then um, that's it, right? That's all we've got. Thanks for listening to Zenkai Boost. Uh, it's a pleasure to make this show for you. Um, uh, re- remember to tell your friends about it. If you've got friends who watch Dragon Ball Z, you tell them about Zenkai Boost. Send them bit.ly slash tryzboost for our uh, first Zenkai Boost Nights episode, which is a pretty cool one. And, uh, you know, keep in touch. Zenkaiboostpodcast at gmail.com. And with that, I'll say farewell, reminding you once again that my name is Max Newland. My name is Blaine Corliss. I'm Kevin Hilrick. And I'm Max Kostrak. And remember, power levels don't matter.